Welcome to Yingcast, our podcast for current and future leaders wanting to develop themselves further. Every month, the Alembic team discuss and share their thoughts on issues and topics that are common in the workplace. Hello, and welcome to our first Yingcast for a while. Today on the podcast, we have strategy facilitators here at Alembic, Rosanna. Hello. Matt. Hi there. And I'm Alice. We will be covering the topic of resilience. So what is it? Why is it important? And how can we improve our resilience? So to start off, I've just got a definition here for resilience. So according to MIND, taking steps to look after your well-being can help you deal with pressure and reduce the impact that stress has on your life. This is something called developing emotional resilience. Resilience is not just your ability to bounce back, but also your capacity to adapt in the face of challenging circumstances, whilst maintaining a stable mental well-being. Resilience isn't a personality trait, it's something that we can all take steps to achieve. Yeah, I suppose resilience at the moment, I think we're all feeling um, and questioning what our capacity is to cope. Um, So we've all had a difficult year, um, and it's December, which is the, um, I suppose, the notorious month where um, everything comes to a head, um, deadlines, Christmas shopping. Um, and so it's normally at this time of year that we feel our sort of um, resources depleting. Um, and I think just recognising that, you know, we all know that this year has been a challenge as well. Um, and so... I think that's true of life, isn't it? We don't always know what's going to come, when it's going to come or how big it is. And I think this year's proof of that. Um, And so resilience is about how we cope. And I think there are lots of different ways to do that. Um, And I think in your intro, Alice, you were talking about it as things that we can continuously doing. And so seeing it as a practice, so not just something you are or you're not, or today I'm feeling resilient tomorrow might not be I think it's more just a continual practice and building the habit around it and that's something that I personally have started to think more about even when I'm feeling on top of my game and feeling resilient actually that's not a reason to stop the practice of it because we're so habitual we're habitual creatures um, and so I think for me, we'll all have sort of adapted to the, the well, what's happened and we'll have all have started to think about how we change and cope. And I, I, I wonder, you know, what things are people doing that, you know, have changed their habits and are doing more to, you know, bring awareness to what they're doing to practice their resilience. Yeah, I think that's um, an interesting point and definitely a, a very topical point for this time of year. Um, I think I've, I'd say that this kind of along the same points as you, um, and particularly given how topical it is and Alembic have done some work on, on resilience and we've actually got a course out right now. Um, it's got everybody thinking about resilience a little bit and what it means to them. Uh, for me, it's a, it's a really interesting um, bridge between the mental and the physical, um, sort of describe it as body brain at Alembic. 
um, that you have all of these sort of mental stimuli in your life, challenge, the everyday challenges and stresses. And resilience is kind of your ability to bounce back against both mental and physical stresses. And it can be something that's quite hard to identify um, so, you know, in your day-to-day -day life. And people generally uh, bring their resilience into question when they start to become a bit more overwhelmed. Uh, so for me, it's a really interesting thing to look at and identify day to day and ask yourself about resilience and what you do to be resilient. And actually, many people don't really practice doing things to be resilient. They just rely on their um, sort of natural resilience. So in times that are difficult, global pandemics and global pandemics plus Christmas time, it's probably useful to start having a look at some things which can strengthen your resilience and you know, make your life a bit easier. Yeah, I totally agree. I think as well, I mean, at least I've done this. Um, you can look at other people and see how they cope with things. And like you said, you might just think that they naturally um, are more resilient. And there are some people that are um, blessed with being a bit more um, calm when it comes to stressful situations. But actually, you're right, it's remembering that there are things that you can do. It's like any skill, you know, like you've both said, it's something that you have to work on every day. You have to really bring in the right habits um, and routine and, and mindset eventually. Um, and that's something that can be built up and actually you can become you know you might you might not see yourself as a resilient person but over time gradually like any skill if you work on it um and you're really strict with yourself actually you can become more resilient yeah i think mindset is a really important point there something which particularly helped me actually when i started thinking about um resilience and of how to utilize being more resilient personally because stress actually doesn't have to be perceived as something which is negative so stress is a sort of natural response and it actually is quite energizing it can be very productive you don't have to look at stress as something which is really negative so resilience is all about bouncing back from your stress and it can be something which is very easy it can be something which is very difficult if the stress is very difficult um there was a i actually can't remember who it was by but I, I read a quote when i was doing some research on resilience not so long ago um and this person was describing uh, stress as like a natural element like fire so it's not something which is intrinsically good or bad but it's something which can be destructive and and can be positive and they said you should look at stress like that um, and sort of see it as something which can be positive and not get into a sort of a downward spiral about being under a lot of stress notice it and try and take positive steps to harness your stress i'm sure everyone yeah. is stressed <laughs> i think that's the point isn't it is that actually you can have moments of stress and that'd be really productive i really like that point matt and then, um, but recognizing, you know, over what time period. So actually over a long time, um, your body will respond in a different way. And that is, you know, physical. You know, you have physical long-term reactions to stress. 
Um, I was just curious, because one of the things in terms of actually practicing, so what we're talking about is, you know, what are we actually doing to practice our resilience and, you know, build up this resource of resilience? Um, um, and um, we've got a course, as Matt referenced, um, just that sort of goes through sort of the seven steps to resilience. And I think one of the things on there is around, well, there's two things on there that really I have taken forward into my practice. The first thing is being selfish to serve. And I think this came from Rebecca Hills and Ruth on our strategy cafe. He was talking about, um, you know, when you get on a plane, it's um, and they talk you through the emergency procedures. They say that, you know, see to your own mask first. And I think it, especially in current situation, there's a lot of um, anxiety for other people. Um, and actually the point around being selfish to serve your loved ones, your colleagues, you know, people around you, I think it's a really important point. So just taking a moment to recognise what do you need right now? And really sort of tuning in to what specifically you need. So that's one thing that I've been practising. And then the other thing is around um, just self-care um, and um, really thinking about how much sleep I need. I mean, there's so many, um, you know, I've got a smartwatch um, that, you know, and on my phone it says, you know, it's bedtime now. And then you set your alarm and it tells you that sort of how many hours of sleep you've got. But um, and some people need more sleep than others. Um, and sleep is, you know, the best cure for lots of things. So there's loads of research around sleep that um, I won't go into now. But, you know, it, it, it saves us from um, illness, disease, stress, makes us generally happier and live longer lives. Um, but the point is, when you're low, it, it's self-fulfilling. So increased sleep builds up your resilience. Um, but when you're feeling the burnout, feeling stress, you're more likely to not sleep. So it's quite annoying, really. Um, and so just thinking, you know, focus on sleep. It's not talked about enough. You know, we're starting to think more about our diet and how that's really important to us. And exercise is really good to sort of de-stress. Um, but um, invest in your sleep and don't burn it for work um, and make sure that you're having downtime. Um, and thinking about how you go to bed and what your routines are and, you know, have you got, um, you know, where's your phone? Are you thinking about how much light you have in the hour before bed and how much sort of, you know, just relaxation? Um, so I think the other important point um, is around sleep. And really, if you just had a week focusing on that as a lens rather than what you're eating or how you're exercising, as a sort of, from a health point of view, it might be quite transformational. That's a re really good point around um, of sleep. I've got to strongly agree with, particularly given I have a small child now and understand well how sleep can impact your resilience. Um, with sleep and exercise, I think they're two that are most commonly talked about. It's like um, if you think as resilience as your kind of armor against the stresses of uh, every day, uh, if you haven't got a routine or positive sleep and exercise, 
then you're going out there with half of your armor on. You're you're making, you know, you're playing life on on difficult mode. You're really making things a lot harder than they need to be. And I know it can sound it sounds very simple. Just, you know, get a lot of sleep and exercise. And it isn't really so simple, particularly if you've got a lot of stress going on. Um, but there there are other things as well that you can practice. Um, for me, uh, mindfulness is is really useful. Uh, so I've alluded to it a little bit already, but just having a really um, open mind and trying to um, kind of ob observe your thoughts and feelings from afar. Um, I'm sure probably most people have heard of mindfulness, but it's a really useful thing to look up and have a little look into if you are feeling like um, you have low resilience or you're overly stressed. Um, and a bit of self-awareness as well. So self-care and self-awareness. Uh, both really important um and i think that once you're you've had a look through the sort of seven steps that rosanna was talking about you can give yourself the best chance of being the most resilient and you stand the best chance of being productive and you know harnessing the stress rather than letting it become overwhelming yeah and the only thing to add really from for me is you know um maybe mindfulness isn't for you um or maybe it is and I think the point here is to try things um, and observe you know how you may feel differently how you may behave differently um, and I think encouraging everybody to sort of find what works for them and you know that's the point of practice isn't it finding you know when you're revising for exams or studying for something or preparing you know you'll, you'll find a rhythm and find out what time of day works best for you what your method is and everybody's slightly different um and so it's um there's not a pill that you can take to solve this it has to come from you and you have to sort of i suppose you know work hard to find out what works for you and that also might change over time um so thinking about what's going to work for you what has worked for you in the past um and keeping up the practice so i think my final final point here is around emotions and just to make clearly the point that when our resilience is low our ability to manage control and bring awareness to what our emotions are is higher and our ability to control those emotions is lower so the point here is that when you're not meeting when you're not serving your resilience needs when you're not building up that resilience your ability to manage your emotions is it's harder and so just being mindful that our emotional responses are triggered, other, other people's emotional responses will be triggered as well. And so building up your resilience piggy bank is really important to sort of helping us through, work through those emotions and manage those. Um, and so that's my final point there is that resilience is really connected to your emotional response. We hope you enjoyed this episode and found it useful. So what have we covered today? We've covered that resilience is a skill that needs to be worked on and the right amount of stress can actually be positive. We've covered being selfish to serve, so seeing to your own mask first before helping others and the importance of self-care and sleep. 
We've also covered that mindfulness is important, observing yourself from afar and self-awareness. So we would encourage you now to experiment, go away and try and see what works for you. As we said, all seven steps of resilience might not work for you, and that's fine. Um, it's really a journey that can be hard at times, but when you get that combination right, the end result is high resilience. And we finally covered emotions and resilience and how our control of our emotions and our awareness of our emotions goes down with lower resilience. Finally, you can find more information on our resilience course that's been mentioned in this podcast on our website, alembicstrategy.com, our LearnWorlds page, and we also have a blog article piece on our website on self-care, which you might find useful. Thank you for listening to this episode of Yingcast. We hope you enjoyed it. To get the heads up on future podcasts, you can sign up to our mailing list through our website, alembicstrategy.com, in the Get Involved section. If you enjoyed this, then you might also be interested in our other events. You can sign up to our newsletter for updates on our latest events and articles. Also, look out for Strategy Cafe, our regular leadership webinar, where Nick, our MD, interviews prominent leaders.